Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. My name is Jenny Helms, and I'm an emotional eating coach and marriage and family therapist. I help people address the roots of their disordered eating and body image issues. I'm Lisa Perkins, owner of Primal Transformations. I'm a certified personal trainer and precision nutrition coach. I use a paleo framework to help clients transform their health, body, and life. The Mind Your Body podcast is all about empowering you to live your best life. We aim to grow a community of empowered women who are ready to transform their health and lives using a real approach that is all about getting back in touch with ourselves and not fueled by self-loathing. This journey requires a healthy dose of humor, perspective, and self-compassion. Our goal for this podcast is to help you achieve sustainable results that you get to keep. Please remember, the following podcast is not intended to be a substitute or implied to be medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider when making changes to your diet and lifestyle. Welcome to the show. This is the Mind Your Body podcast, episode number 39, Escaping the Prison of Should and Reclaiming the Power to Choose. Yes. Yes. I want that little muscle symbol right after that (laughs) introduction. Yeah. Yes. Add some oomph to it. Yeah. This is a big one. I'm excited to talk about this. And of course, for those of you listening, Jenny and I have been sitting here talking for. We always do. I don't even. Do we even have to say that? Because I I know. Pretty much assume. We keep trying to not do that to just like dive into the conversation. Um, But yeah. But we we definitely. We're struggling to do that. I guess we could. We should. Do it differently. (laughs) See, that's the thing. Like, we have no intention of doing it differently. So I guess I should. I need to let that go. Yeah. Yeah. That word is insidious. It is. I mean, I just used it like twice unintentionally. Right. Or even just like the, even if the word wasn't said, it was kind of implied, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So, so this episode is literally about giving you your power back. Not that Mm -hmm. that's our, you know, our role. Yeah. You know, it's not our job to give you permission to you know, make empowered choices in your life, but we are waking you up mm-hmm. to the fact that you have the power to choose how you want to live in terms of your health, your body, your life, your business, your relationships, your finances, yes. all of it. So that's kind of the lead in for this episode. So this really applies to everybody, I it, would say. This is such does. a yes. you know, pervasive idea. Yeah, and even I I feel like I've done a lot of work with shame and should in my own life and there's still areas that it comes up and I see it and and I think what happens over time is we just hope to build an awareness for you. I don't know that we'll ever arrive at never, you know, defaulting to that because I do think our brain can kind of get into that mode because it feels like a false sense of control and certainty and rules and guidelines, but Um, but this is not like, this is not a saying, Hey, this is going to fix everything forever. It's more of an invitation to awareness. Well, and and that's, that's exactly what it is. I mean, like we were talking before we started recording that just becoming aware that you're shooting all over yourself. Mm -hmm. That's like, I swear, I'm going to say 70% of the battle. It is, you know, just noticing that you're doing it. Yes. That like that's the the first step. So so the first thing we want to talk about is okay, well what's the problem with the con- with should saying I should? 
Like, and, you know, so some, some of the examples that I would offer, it's like, how many times have you heard yourself saying things like, oh, I should eat healthier. I should stop eating fast food. I need to make more time to exercise. I should go to bed earlier. Right? Yeah. Do you have some other? Um, I should get all of my taxes done in one day. Ew. Okay, that was ultra. <laughs> I guess we know what Jenny's uh, struggling with right now. Was, um, uh, I thought this wasn't like sharing my own stuff. <laughs> no, but you know how this can just oh, show up in God, every single good. way. Or I should, yeah. um, you know, get my coffee from home and not Starbucks. Another personal one, which actually I've done better about. But yeah. regardless. Um, it shows up in yeah. so many different, and for me too, like, and I was sharing this earlier, like sometimes I'll catch myself after I've had an interaction with mm-hmm. somebody and I'm shooting on like, oh, I should have said it this way, or I should have done this, or I should mm-hmm. have not said yeah. this. So right. it, it shows up in that way too. So, so I think that's a slight variation on kind of the should that we're talking about here. I think we're thinking about things that we feel that we should want to do differently, mm-hmm. but maybe areas of taking action that honestly, those statements are not remotely motivating us to do. Right. You know, it's like, that's where we need to kind of reflect back. If you hear yourself saying things like this on a consistent basis, ask yourself, okay, is that inspiring or motivating me to take action, to eat healthier, to zip home and make a big salad, mm-hmm. right? To turn off the Netflix. It's like, oh, I should go to bed. Oh, well, look at that. Here I am going to bed. No. Right? Yeah. That's not happening. No, and that's not. what we need to get clear on. It's like they, it, just like shame motivates no one ever, you know, saying I should doesn't inspire us either. And in fact, I think it often triggers us to go in the opposite direction mm-hmm. because it, for, for many of us, I would say it almost immediately triggers rationalizing, arguing, kind of that sense of resistance and rebellion because we feel like there's this external force that's telling us what to do. Right. Exactly. And that it's not coming from us or our, what we really want at the heart of things. Um, And, you know, on the other side of it, too, even if should is motivating, that's like, I mean, which hardly it is, but I'm just saying there's going to be, well, there's going to be a small portion of the population that might have OC issues that it's motivating, but I will tell you that they are not, it's not empowering. And OC is not Orange County, right? Nope. It's over control issues. I know, over control issues. Throw that out there. But no, I think it's worth noting, too, that even if you find that at times it's successful, like that, it's still not coming from a place of empowerment, right. and it still really um, erodes yeah. your trust and self-esteem. Right. So you're you're getting ahead of our outline. I'm sorry. I'm not there good she at is. Outlines. She clearly knows this topic inside and I sh- out. I should be it's following al- the outline. <laughs> it's almost as if you know what you're talking about. What? So, so yeah. I mean, that's first of all, we have to see that it really is damaging. You know that. It's making it so that we can't embrace or enjoy what we are doing because it's like poisoned. It's like a poison gas. Mm. So say you're telling yourself, you know, I should not eat fast food or I should I should eat healthy food. Well, what you've actually decided to do is order a burger and fries. Well, now you're feeling so you're feeling guilty. You're like, ugh. 
you know, so you're not even able to truly embrace and enjoy and savor every bite of the thing that you are eating. Right. 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 Enjoying the moment. And in fact, I know for, I'll just speak for myself, that when I was constantly feeling like I should be going on a diet or should be, you know, throwing out all the junk food or whatever, it actually made me overindulge on those things because I had this kind of lurking sense that the famine was coming. Mm. You know, that Mm. I better get while the getting's good. Yes. So, I, you know, I've got this thing kind of looming over me and again it you know it feels like other it feels external yeah and yeah oh my gosh so I couldn't enjoy what it actually was doing it made me like almost overdo what I was doing and yeah certainly didn't motivate me at all right and typically when we're saying things like should we're following it with phrases or like rules that are too overly rigid right that's it and and because of that like we're, it's like the moment we inevitably don't follow that rule or don't like live up to whatever weird goal we set for ourselves, we sabotage ourselves because we're like, well, I didn't freaking do it that one well, time. Our ego like, it's like, just got freaked crushed. out. Yeah. Right. And so, totally. and that's what you're, you're yeah. talking about is that experience of like, I ate out fast food yeah. once today, yeah. I might as well go pick up some ice cream and, yeah. you know, for, yeah. do all the things. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, the gap or, you know, it feels like a prison between what we think we should do and, you know, this feeling of inertia, inaction, rebellion. It does. It makes us feel guilty, ashamed, rebellious, and convinced that, like, we can't make meaningful change. We're one of those people. I can't stick to anything. Right. Like, it really does damage our you know, self-image. Right. Our self respect our self-worth self-respect that's huge trust seriously it's Um, huge and it also it almost like assumes that we're not creatures of context like we somehow like there's something flawed about us because we responded to something and not like I guess it like I feel like people assume that they should be able to follow these rules yeah no matter what's happening no matter what right Mm -hmm. and it's like wow but there's so many different factors Mm -hmm. involved that come into why we make decisions in our life yeah no, it, it absolutely does make us feel like we, you know, are small children who couldn't possibly take responsibility right. for our choices or, you know, bigger than that, really figuring out what we do want, right. how we do want to live and, and show up. And, you know, the first thing is really being aware, as you said, it we have to first notice that it's happening in order to kind of, you know get a handle on it. That's, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, this is imprisoning me. It's distracting me from paying attention to, okay, so I don't want that, or I'm not up for that, even though I feel like I should be, what do I want? Mm -hmm. Right. And again, so when we're talking about diet culture, oh my gosh, like, you know, of course, comparison comes into this because you're all over social media, you know, the whole keto craze or low carb or people are doing whole 30s. And so you're over here thinking, oh, my gosh, that seems to be working for, you know, Jennifer and Julie and all these other people. I should be doing that, too. Right. Right. And that's where we have to really kind of go sit in a quiet room with ourselves and get honest and say, first of all, why should I? Mm-hmm. Why would I? 
what what would I do that for? Mm-hmm. What is my goal? And is it a positive goal? And do I honestly have any interest in doing the things? Am I likely to do it? Yeah. You know, am I am I excited about that? Right. I mean, that to me should be the metric. Is does this feel like something I am inspired about? Like oh my gosh, I truly see this tool that I think could make me feel a lot better. Maybe I'll give that a try and be curious to see if it works for me. That is so different than what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Than like feeling like you have to go all in and if you make one mistake that, okay, that just confirms that I'm that person mm-hmm. that isn't like Jennifer and Julie who seem to stick to anything. and <laughs> Right? Exactly. Yeah. And just like that, like you said, like getting into a quiet room and asking yourself, like, what's really, what am I really thinking that I'm going to get from this? Right. Because often people, you know, they'll say things like, I want to lose weight or I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, so what will that do for you? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's kind of getting deeper and deeper into that and understanding what is it that you really want? What feelings are you really connecting with? And then also on the other side of it, what I see a lot of people do when it comes to these rules and Mm -hmm. shoulds is that. They're really trying to avoid sitting in a room with themselves, really. Like, they're really trying to avoid feeling emotions or things coming up. Like, it's easier to live in this land of rules and shoulds and focus on this crazy goal that they kind of subconsciously know they're not going to stick to. Mm -hmm. Because that distracts them from actually having to deal with the emotions underneath it. And, I, you know, I love that quote, how we do one thing is how we do everything. And if, if we've sort of leaned into self-awareness about our patterns, what motivates our behavior in other areas of our life, then we're much more likely to be able to do it here. It's such a practice. But you're right. Depending on your, you know, trauma, your history, that may feel really, really uncomfortable. I mean, I know I was in that place for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, I it felt really scary to lean in. And, and we've talked about this before when we talked about why diet programs don't work. We are looking for certainty. We're looking for a roadmap. Yeah. You know, and so that plays into, oh, my gosh, I should do that. And what we're not, we're not kind of finishing that sentence. But what we mean is I should do that because then I'll get the outcome that is promised. Right. It. But again, it's like, okay, we're not asking the question, first of all, how many times have we tried that and how has that worked for us, right? Has Mm -hmm. that been helpful or damaging, Mm -hmm. you know, to our sense of, you know, efficacy in our life? Right. Um, But also, is this likely to be a sustainable approach? Does Does this enhance my feeling of connecting with my body, partnering with my body, feeling peaceful with food, having the least restrictive way of eating possible, living my best life. Right. Or is this going to make me like the best dieter ever? Right. Which isn't yeah, like, and I think adding to that, like, is this going to align with my values at the end of well, the day? Well, that's it. Right? That's it. Where I live We should a life link to purpose. the podcast that we did. We did a podcast, I think, in 2017 on, Ooh, probably. Yeah, yeah, we need to link to that here yeah. because we talked about, you know, getting clear on your values. Like, and again, we, we have to keep asking. We have these half-formed thoughts kind of floating around, and we, we do. We need to get clear, like... Does this align with the way that I want to live, the way my family lives, my lifestyle? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, and we get to decide. I think that is the thing that we just have to take back that no matter what you decide to do, it's the reason that you're deciding to do it that matters. Absolutely. It needs to be yours. It needs to be yours. But I think that scares people too. Oh, it does. So, so much of their life they've looked at comparing themselves to other people or looked at like people pleasing or trying to fit in or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever that looks like where it, it gets really scary for them to even start to think about what the heck they want, mm-hmm. what the heck they value. Like that itself is a different kind of practice. It and sure felt different to me, and it has felt scary at yeah. times, not just with food, which, you know, this is how I got free, you know, was finally just deciding to completely jettison the whole diet culture and focusing on, I'm going to figure out how to nourish myself. I am done. I am growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn how to parent myself and nourish myself. I, we'll see what happens to my body composition. That's not the... Focus. It's not the focus. No. Yeah. I am going to figure out how to take care of myself. And again, you know, here I am at 51. It's like, I I don't have time. <laughs> I don't. And I don't want to take the time to be thinking about, oh, am I doing this right? Am I following the rules? Am I pretty enough? Is You know, is my body acceptable enough? What you know, it's kind of kind of neat that figuring out how to nourish myself and moving in ways that truly feel fun for me. That yeah, my body composition feels pretty good, but it does fluctuate. Mm-hmm. You know, and letting go of like, okay, this is a good day because you know it's I feel here. a certain way mm-hmm. or whatever, and this is a bad day. Again, it's like taking our self worth out of it. It. it it's so different, but you know, my most recent challenge with this is definitely been my business mm. is really choosing that this is, I want my business to be at a level that allows me to fully show up for the people that I'm working with, mm. but also have plenty of margin and time for my family, time for myself, time for creativity and you know, other things. And that, you know, that balance kind of fluctuates over time, but it's my choice. It is your, yeah. And I do, I'll tell you, I have to refocus myself on a regular basis because we're wired for comparison. And I will see what other, you know, coaching businesses or other entrepreneurs are doing. And I will, I will have that thought, oh, should I be doing webinars? Should I be, you know, trying to scale up and, then I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally, like metaphorically, I'm slapping myself. (laughs) I'm like, this is, this is how I'm choosing to live because it really gives me the quality of life that I want. Mm -hmm. And that may change. Yeah. It has changed like at, at different times, but it's so fun to learn to trust myself. Yes. You know, we don't have to want to get to lose weight. We don't have to want to grow our business. We don't have to want a newer car. Mm -hmm. Like we get to choose. Yeah. And, but we need to choose. That's what I believe. I really think that we need to make a lot more conscious choices instead of living in that prison where, oh my gosh, we're just like caught in this wedge between what we feel like we should be doing. And again, it's half-formed thoughts. We're never asking, well, why should I? 
Yeah. What, what, how would I benefit from that? What's the payoff? Right. Is, would that be worth it? You know? And then, you know, we feel this resistance, rebellion, a desire to kind of numb out. Yeah. We feel guilty and ashamed. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Should is not a cool place to live. It's not. And that is, I think, where people feel ugh and they're constantly stressed and they're constantly like on that like, ugh, I should be doing this and I'm trying to motivate myself from this place of stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting too because when you were talking about the business part of it, I was just thinking about how it's almost like in general when we're shooting about what we should do we're also not trusting in seasons of life like that we're supposed to change so good and have seasons where we're we're doing certain things it's like we expect life to be the same and have the same kind of like predictable you know steps in a linear progression so big right so big and it's it's interesting because we've been doing this since 2016 and you and i have gone through a lot of different seasons. Yes, we have. In that time. Yes. And there were things that we were up for at certain times and things that we weren't. Yes. And boy, it it feels fun to be in this place now where we have consciously decided to be where we are. Yes. You know, but again, knowing you're right. I mean, more seasons will be coming. You know, for me it was like, okay, working my kids through certain, you know, age stages. And kind of the intensity of parenting that was required. And, you know, you were finishing up your graduate program. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just all of these things that we're dealing with. And, yeah, life is not static. It's not. And and it's been the way that I've been able to find more grace and peace and less shooting on myself when it comes to business stuff, too. Because I think... You know, it's not about food, but it's like, you know, it shows up in different areas yes. of our life oh, like we talked does. about. And with business, it's like I've ha- I've had to learn to be okay with the seasons because it's like it doesn't always go a certain way. And it's like being able to, like, trust, mm-hmm. right, that it's okay for there to be seasons just like we trust with our body. Like, you know, when I'm working with clients, I'm like, you know, ultimately being okay with the fact that every now and then seasonally we'll – put on some weight and we'll lose some weight and it's Mm -hmm. not like either way it's not a crisis and we don't have to make it more than what it is Mm -hmm. and to trust that ultimately if we are focusing on living our life the way that we talk about which is you know with intention and through our values and having a relationship with food that's like that too Mm -hmm. it's gonna work out yeah it like every podcast we've done I think kind of plays into this one because it really is it's it's learning how to kind of slow down and valuing that what we want matters. I think that's kind of where it starts. It does. It starts with a feeling of inherent self-worth True. that I am worthy of and I am mature enough. I trust myself to assess and decide how I want to show up in terms of my health, my body, again, all of the categories of life. And then to be brave, it requires us to be brave. It does. Because it, it, it doesn't come naturally. What does come naturally is to compare and then chase after what other people are doing and kind of hop 
from one thing to the next. And fit into the mold and right. be like other people. Like I literally, it's funny because it, we do this as adults, but I was having this like direct conversation with one of my clients who's in middle school mm-hmm. and she was describing how much like, she's like, I just want to fit in. I feel like I can't be myself. I feel like I can't do this. And I'm like, we still freaking do this as that's, adults, you know? I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. You know, one of the things I was saying to Jenny before we started recording is that Leaning into this, getting comfortable with it has felt like me growing up for myself. And again, that sounds condescending, like, oh, I was immature before. But no, growing up to me feels like, okay, I'm an adult. I can try things that feel uncomfortable. I can experiment and get curious and learn to trust. I don't have to have the same shoes Mm -hmm. and the same jacket. Like I don't have to wear the same body type as other people or financial goals as other people like I can I can make and I get to decide the definition of that it's like we've talked about with bodies I can decide if this the way my body is I I decide that I'm sexy Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. I I get to decide what that looks like same with our businesses and with our lives I get to decide this is success to me mm-hmm. I'm not trying to define any of these things for anyone else mm-hmm. this feels successful to me right now mm-hmm. and again you know in another season it will likely be different yes and I'm going to trust that I'm going to know when that time comes and I'll and that's again where I think we don't trust the historical evidence of all of the things that we've risen to the occasion for, all of the hard things that we've handled and figured out. Mm-hmm. We need to look back and give ourselves some credit. Yeah. And to say, okay, based on all of that stuff, yeah, I can figure this out too. But the first thing we have to get aware that we are shooting all over ourselves and get aware how damaging that is. And then we do have to somehow take some time to start at least letting it percolate. Okay, acknowledge what you're not up for. Okay, say, I I don't have to want that thing. Mm -hmm. There's no should about it. But what do I want? Like, don't just stay there. Mm -hmm. Start letting that conversation percolate. Like, Okay, what do I want? Like, what what would it look like if I felt really comfortable in my own skin, in my relationship, like in all areas mm-hmm. that I feel? And what's funny is that when you feel intrinsically motivated like that, like you've identified like something that, oh my gosh, like I really want more of that. Nothing will stop you. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to get curious. You're you're going to figure out how to overcome obstacles because you're excited about that thing. Right. It's like the rebellion and the resistance seems to kind of trickle away. Melt away and it's no longer this rigid game plan that no one can sustain or this yeah. linear progression. Like you allow yourself to journey, right? You allow That's yourself it. to to be in seasons. And, and 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 it's also about kind of getting comfortable with the idea that like, we're never going to arrive Right. No. Anywhere. I mean, I'm still growing up in this way in different areas of my life. It's just different layers and different ways that I catch mm-hmm. yeah. myself shooting on myself. Yeah. And, you know, you're obviously catching this much sooner than I did. And that's my hope. It's like, okay, I'm definitely at the point where this, like, I'm, I'm pretty tuned to this now. Mm-hmm. Because I do. I want to set this example. You know, my daughters are 18 and 22, and I want them to see me rising up 
-hmm. in my life that I am not letting fear of failure or fear of being ashamed because I tried something and it didn't quite work out cause me to scurry back to playing small. Right. You know, or whatever it happens to be. Like, I want to set that example, but I also want that for myself. Like, I don't want to spend any more time, you know, worrying at that thing. Like, oh, I should be doing that. It's like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> it's true. I, yeah, it's such I, a, I don't have to do dream. anything, you know. Yes. But so, you know, we talk, like our mantra for this podcast is like, eyes on your own body, eyes on your own plate, eyes on your own journey. Yep. Eyes on your own like, dreams and things you want in your life. It's like, not that we can't be inspired by other people or get ideas, but, like, you know when it slides over into comparison. And don't expose yourself to that stuff. Right. Like, if that's happening for you, you need to snooze that page for 30 days. Yeah. Don't keep letting things trigger that sense of, oh, I should, I should, I should. It's, it really is a prison. And, you know, the good news is the key to the prison door is in your own beautiful hands. True. But you have both the right and the responsibility to use it. So. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And let us know. Like, I'd be curious because this does. It feels like, oh, my gosh, I'm breaking the mold. This is an act of bravery. But you've got this. And so do we. We just have to support one another and, you know. Be brave together. Be brave, yes. And find and find people like I mean, I think we're fortunate enough to have people that we know support us yeah. when we do brave things, right? Yeah. And so in cultivating that environment with at least one person. You don't have to have a million people mm-hmm. that get it. I think because that's what my clients sometimes feel like. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I don't you know, people don't get me. And it's like you just need one person you feel like not even gets you, but can be respectful and hold space for you to be mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. And love sure. you. For yeah. sure. So, but yeah. regardless, you're worthy and you are. and you're strong and you deserve to break free of this prison because it's not helping. Yes. So. And we, well, and we as people, I mean, outside of that, I want people to figure out who they are because I feel like they add value to our world by being themselves. Oh, so you're not just, so you, I mean, do it inspiring. for you, but like yeah. also do it for us because we want to know you too. Because when you're different from That's, us. That challenges us to grow and Powerful. change and learn yep. as well, yep. especially when it's coming from a healthy place. Now, if you're just, like, different because you're coming from a hurt place, eh, that's a little different. But Again, it's our motivation to do things that matters, and that's where leaning into being honest with ourselves. Yes. You know, that's – we do. We need to ask and answer questions honestly and with compassion. Yes. You know, that's the key. So yes. until next time, go out there, be brave, and rock your life. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>